You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays and fire us an email, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Well, Ulysses, the Tampa Bay Rays were back in action yesterday, and they get another W, winning 3-1 to over the Washington Nationals. We're not going to talk much about the game because we have a ton of mailbag questions, but can I just say this? Uh, was it just me or did that game just drag on and on and on? I turned the, I turned the freaking thing off after the seventh inning. I was like, I can't deal with <laughs> Nationals pitchers throwing 200 pitches tonight. Like I I'm out. I, I assume the Rays are going to win. I'll catch the highlights later. It's it, it was a long one. Yes. A hundred percent. But I think if the main takeaway is that uh, I'm glad that glass now has been given a little bit of, of a longer leash in 2021. Right. He needs to, he's the ace. So it's nice to see him 112, 113. I like that with the extra days rest. It makes sense. I love the extra days rest, but I also love pushing a big boy over the 100 scary limit uh, right. of pitches thrown. Yeah, although it was scary if he was going to get through the seventh because Starlin Castro really made him work for that uh, getting through the seventh in his final at-bat. It was like a 10-pitch at-bat, just foul tip after foul tip after foul tip. Okay, so uh, the Rays will play again tonight and then have another off day on Thursday. Okay, let's go ahead and dive back into the mailbag questions. We got so many great ones that we didn't have time to address them all on yesterday's show. And this one, again, uh, bonus points if you send us a voice memo like Jesus did the other day. Today, we have Rini Rodriguez sending us a voice memo. Take a listen. Hey, guys. Love the show. Uh, I have two questions, actually. The first question, like Joe Madden, do you think Kevin Cash might leave the raise for a more high profile job and two if you guys were to bet today are the rays staying or are they leaving okay ulysses two questions from rini uh the first one do you see cash kevin cash or kevin crash sometimes uh (laughs) leaving the rays for a higher profile job a la joe madden any manager that becomes a world series runner up and then proceeds to win the AL manager of the year has a big shot at getting paid somewhere else. Yes. A hundred percent. I do think so. Now race fans who, who love cash and, and who appreciate his job, he's safe for now. I think he's safe for the next four years, at least four seasons. Um, I think he signed through the 2025 season, if I am not mistaken. So, it could be a while if that were to happen, but 
I have no doubt in my mind that Kevin Cash is going to get paid by somebody else once this you know, contract is up for sure. The Rays could also give him a longer contract extension if they so choose. I will say this, though. I think Kevin Cash is licking his chops at the opportunity to coach all these uh, great young prospects on the come up. Wander Franco, Vidal, all the guys we talked about before. I would say Kevin Cash, I disagree a little bit. I think he would be less likely to leave than Joe Madden. Joe Madden always seemed... I mean, he was kind of beat to his own drum type. He was an adventurous, explorer, traveler. Let me try out Chicago. Let me try out LA. I'm Merlot Joe. Let me rent an RV and go across country. Let's remember, Kevin Cash's home, his birthplace, his longtime residence is in the Tampa Bay area. Born and raised in Lutz, going to right. high school in Gaither, FSU for college, playing for the Tampa Bay Rays. A lot of family still in the area. So that makes me want to seem or want to think that he would be more likely to stick around with the Rays as his hometown, hometown team than a guy who Joe Madden didn't really have any ties to the area previously. I mean, he was coaching with uh, the LA angels for like three decades before he finally got a managerial shot. So I think the issue is though, some, Kev, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, yes, but you can't be a Mike Sosha. You know, those, those are, you can't just stay in an organization as the manager for like 25 years. So like there will come a time, even if it's another contract extension, I feel like there sometimes there needs to be a new voice and that time eventually will come for, I I will say this as long as I think he's going, he's so young. Okay. I feel like he's so young that even if he does another contract extension, he's bound to be keep keep himself into in baseball and uh, maybe he moves into the front office maybe and, and keeps himself in in the Tampa Bay area but I feel like he's too young and too attractive for other uh 29 other teams that might want to sign him ultimately and I believe he also has a family too so that is also a big consideration young kids yeah. so I think he would be more likely to stay in the area instead of uproot his family situation also here I'll put it like this as long as as the Rays are playing in Tropicana Field, uh, Kevin Cash is managing your baseball there team. There you go. I will put I that on the table. So maybe until, who knows, 2027, whatever it may be. Yes. Another thing, too, that I think Kevin Cash probably relishes, and we don't know what he gets paid. I would imagine he gets paid pretty handsomely, uh, more than maybe we think with the the Rays organization. I think they, they treat more of their front office and coaching personnel a little bit better than uh, some of the players at times, but the media scrutiny or the lack thereof, really all you got to deal with in Tampa Bay is Mark Topkin. You don't have a yeah. bunch of rabble rouses as if you were in Chicago or LA or, uh, or New York or Philadelphia or somewhere like that. So that's another thing. Great, great question from Rainey. Another one following up on that, are the race staying or are they leaving? I guess he just means, I assume he's taking into account the the split city. Like, are the Rays going to be a full time team in the Tampa Bay area? For it doesn't look good. To come? Okay, it doesn't look good. Uh, but you know, I, I don't think you know. I, as a Tampa Bay Rays fan, and and see what they've done since two thousand eight, game one sixty two, basically every comeback win for for the, from this team since twenty eighteen. Resiliency is a big thing. And if you're a fan of this team, you probably should be resilient. And so I'm going to be hopeful that, yes, they will stay, but it doesn't look good. 
I'm saying this full time. The Rays will be a full time team playing in Ebor City or somewhere in the heart of Tampa. I really I just hope think, so. Look, I think MLB eventually will get new teams in Nashville, Vegas, maybe Montreal at some point. Uh, they'll get those opportunities, but I just find it hard to believe that a state that is netting a thousand new residents per day, 365,000 per year. The amount of those people that are coming to Wesley chapel and downtown Tampa and all over the place. Like you don't want to capitalize on that and try to uh, build something there. I'm just uh, throwing that out there. So, and uh, I I think things will start to heat up once uh, Christman is, is out of office, then we'll, all right, no more shenanigans. Let's actually, let's get down (laughs) to brass tacks here. So, uh, okay. This next question on Instagram, actually, we don't get very many Instagram questions, but this one from Brenna, she says, question for the pod. Do you think the intensity of the Yankees rivalry will return from the last two series this season, maybe into the playoffs, or are the Yankees too bad this season for the Rays to care? That's a good one. I like the trash talking, Brenna. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess it, it would depend on where the Yankees are in, in the standings. I think that usually it, it moves the rivalry a little bit if they're fighting for a spot together. But I mean, if the Yankees are in, next to the Orioles come September, October, uh, and they're, and they're out of it and the Rays are firmly atop the division. Yeah. There's still going to be a little bit of bad blood between the players, but it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same if, if they're like fighting for that one spot. We saw it last year with the Red Sox. You know, right. the, the rivalry kind of was dead because that we we all knew that the Red Sox were an inferior team. So the rivalry is always going to be a little bit more pumped up when those two teams are actually fighting for something. But if one team is out of the race, you're going to see that that kind of fizzle out. But of course, it'll always be an entertaining yeah. series. Look, I think there's always going to be, as long as Aaron Boone is part of the Yankees, as long as Araldis Chapman and Brett Gardner and those types of villains are on the team. There's always, it's a little different situation than the Red Sox because the Yankees have such, uh, they have such a scope in the Tampa Bay area with their spring training home. And George Steinbrenner, I mean, his name is on a high school. His name is on a boys and right. girls club. His his name is on a stadium. His on the name highway. Is on the highway. There we go. Exactly. So I think there's, and this has been going, this isn't like, oh, this just started up in 2020. I mean, look back at, the Yankees are always going to have those types of players that get to the Rays and vice versa. And as long as both these teams have winning records, I think there's going to be something there. I mean, between CeCe Sabathia, we can go all the way back to 2008. This thing has been going on since 2008 when Elliot Johnson, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. collided into Francisco Cervelli in this spring training game. And there's been, uh, there's been episodes really since then. So it might not get, as heated or to the level of the whole 98ers thing. But I think there's always going to be a little bit of something here, something there. Look, you, you, you throw one of their guys up and in, they get ticked off. So that's just the way they're, they they go with that. And maybe uh, with the the Red Sox, things might relax a little bit considering that Heim Bloom is now part of the organization. So it kind of, I don't know. It's, it's, I feel like they're right now it's heated. I feel like I, I even, it might even get more heated as the the Yankees lose and their tempers flare even more. So it's like this team with a a fifth of our payroll or fourth of our payroll is doing all this, all this crazy stuff. So So, 
Yeah, great question from from Brenna there. Okay, uh, this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news and rumors. So go download the free Locker Room app now currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Rays group for the latest league updates. Again, download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. It's 2021, which means it's time to get rid of those cigarettes, unplug that vape of yours, throw out the dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't even have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down pat. Lucy lozenges and gums are also FSA and HSA eligible, so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them as well. Locked on MLB Network listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co. Use promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. I do have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product does contain nicotine derived from tobacco, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Okay, Ulysses, plugging along. Hey, uh, folks out there, this is a full mailbag episode. This is mailbag (laughs) episode part two. We got so many great questions. Uh, I don't think we'll have a part three on Thursday's show, but anytime we do a call for mailbag questions, people are just awesome at sending us great content. Uh, This question on Twitter from Lau Rakes, he says, one takeaway you've learned about life coming out of a global pandemic. Man, that anything, anything can happen at any time. Uh, Just, I think, and, and because of that, all the things that you feel that can give you joy can be taken away. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you have a, a business or maybe you have uh, you're you're a baseball fan and, and a global pandemic can kind of just take that away and, and from from today to tomorrow. So you have to become your own source of happiness and entertainment. So yes, don't be afraid of, of, of trying something new, of getting a new hobby, of playing the guitar if you've never played the guitar, of uh, reading if you've never been an avid reader. Try to pick up a book that you like for the topic. Uh, you know, try the harmonica, you know, annoy your neighbors. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> I think you, you, have to, you have to do things for yourself so that you don't depend on external sources for your own happiness. Be your own source of, of yeah. entertainment and happiness. I think finding a hobby is huge. Finding something to do outside of work life is so important. Besides this, this is not a hobby staring at your phone and sending out tweets. Yes. That's not a hobby folks. No, get, get outside, yes. get regular exercise, do something that 
stimulates your brain and your body. I think that is, that was so important, especially, and especially those that live in Florida. I mean, take advantage of going to the mm-hmm. beach and doing all these different things. And as a general rule, uh, I definitely learned uh, not to take uh, like the simple things for granted, i.e. toilet paper. Like who would have thought <laughs> you don't think about it, but when it runs yeah. short, uh-huh. uh, you can run into some issues for sure. But great question there from Lau Rakes. Uh, I don't know if I learned that uh, watching sports or sports, professional sports, college sports, if it's more important or less important, because there was definitely Honestly, a lot I more think, free time. So I don't, yeah. you know, maybe having something to fill that void, but there all there is, you know, HBO, Hulu, Netflix, but uh, I definitely missed uh, having my sports around. I'll say that as well. So, um, okay. This question, uh, a little bit on a lighter note here. Uh, from John Cook, Ozzy Rays fan one four one on Twitter. Uh, if you both got the opportunity to play for the Rays, what position, number, and walk-up song would you pick? Okay, so Ulysses, position, number, walk-up song. What you going with? Position, right field, because I always had a strong arm growing up. Uh, so I would like to show off uh, the strong arm. Not anymore with that uh, rotator cuff issue that's been ongoing Uh, for like a decade now, seemingly. I know, but, but, you know, that's that, you know, I'm still rehabbing it, you know, so that's okay. That's okay. How long are you Uh, going to rehab this rotator cuff? I I think you need a new trainer. When you get, when you get to be 30 years old, the body doesn't bounce back as a, as it once used to Kevin, you'll learn in about seven months or so, or six career ending injury for Ulysses. (laughs) He was on track to have a hall of fame career. I know. I know. We all yeah. knew. Um, okay. So right pos- field. So, so that's position. Uh, uh, n- number, I would get 15, 15. Uh, Why? And then walk out. Walk, 15 just because it's my birthday, April 15th. Okay. So I would just pick that's 15. That's good. And um, walk out song. I would have two. I would have two. Maybe like, you know, you can switch them in the middle of the season, like half season this, half season that. Uh, the first option would be Helter Skelter, uh, by the Beatles. And the second option would be come together by again, what a surprise the Beatles. So those two, I think would be my walkout songs. How about you? I thought you would go with, uh, an Eminem track. We know you're a big (laughs) Eminem fan, so you don't want something to really pump you up and energize. Listen to Helter Skelter and come together. That'll pump you up right there, baby. Very good. Uh, yes. So I would. I've got to go with my uh, adult softball positions, primary pr- positions, which are left field and first base. Okay. Uh, so I, a little bit of a utility player there. Number seven or 11, because it rhymes with my first name. Walk-up song, I can tell you it definitely wouldn't be country music. That's 100% off the table. So yes, most likely a hip-hop rap song, upbeat. I'm thinking... Originally, I was thinking like a T.I. song, one of his okay. hit tracks, but I'm going to go hyper local here and uh, go with a song from St. Petersburg rapper Rod Wave, who has generates, uh, generated quite a wave and quite a buzz as of late. I think uh, I did pick out a song, actually. So Richer by Rod Wave featuring Polo G. Check that out if you haven't already. So that's what I would go with. I would th- I would have thought you would have gone with Many Men by 50 Cent. 
That's not a bad one. That's not a bad one. By the way, like, is the, we know the most famous walk-up song in Ray's history is, of course, Evan Longoria, Tantric. Of course. But what is the second most famous walk-up song? Because I can't think of, like, I, I just oh, yeah, I got know walk-up songs. Okay, go ahead. It's uh, Carlos Pena. Didn't he have, like, the Pitbull song? One, two, three, four, uno, dos, tres. Yeah, that might be me. one. Or maybe... Yeah. Kevin Kiermeyer because of his longevity, the yes, that's Rick the Ross hustling. You win. That might be it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Hustling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but by a landslide, it's Evan Longoria's tantric as the number one. Correct. Of course. I assume he still has that in San Francisco. I don't know. Ooh, that would be cool uh, to check out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we know he's changed bats. He's actually gone with a lighter bat, believe it or not. Lighter and smaller to get more bat speed. Okay. Uh, this question from Zach Dab. He says uh, in an email here. You guys mentioned this on the show the other day, but I feel like Bruhan is on his way to the show and Brasso is likely to get sent down to work things out. My question is, and this is kind of a prop bet, but who has more plate appearances in the majors this season, Brasso or Bruhan? Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Uh how many at bats does Brasso have? I'm, I'm looking at it. He up has right now. 112, uh, 112 right now. Yes. 112. <laughs> oh, Zach, you, you nasty man. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this is a good, does Brew, okay. Like, because you have to look at it this way. Does Bruhan get 130 at bats in 2021? I think so. But I yeah. also don't see Mike Brasso not getting 20 more at bats. You know what I'm saying? That's like, the it's, thing. It's, Just it's, because Vidal gets called up doesn't mean that Brasso still wouldn't get opportunities either with yeah. the Rays or another team. Because this question, again, I'm being or, very specific here. He says, who gets more plate appearances in the majors this season? So say the Rays do, hey, we're going to find a trade partner. We're going to trade Brasso to the Pirates. Uh, then Brasso would still get, yeah, exactly. Uh, then he would still theoretically get those at bat. Okay, but so let's Brasso make it has a yeah, go ahead. Let's make it more difficult. Only with the race. So only okay. who gets more at bats with the race? Brasso or Bruhan? Unfortunately, I, I not unfortunately. I should I scratch that from the record. I think Brasso will have more at bats than Bruhan in 2021 yeah. with the race. That that's my answer. I agree. I I would love to put a prop bet down on this, but again, Brasso already has this head start and I feel like after what as happened in the majors this season with some of the top prospect call-ups kind of flailing a little bit mm-hmm. between you look at Jared Kellenick, Joe Adele, Christian Pache. And I think the lack yeah. of having that minor league season last year, teams like the Rays are really going to be hyper-focused on let's a hundred percent make sure this guy is ready for the show before rushing him. And the other thing I will say though, uh, if, and when Vidal gets called up, he's playing every day. So he would really be able to accumulate yes. at-bats, but I think it's going to be down the line a little bit. The other thing, too, is prototypical leadoff hitter. So he would get a lot, a lot That's of true. at-bats when the time comes. Now, I'll say next year, I would be willing to put my money, <laughs> to put yeah. my salary on Vidal getting more at-bats than uh, Mike Brasso. So that is a great question. He also notes here that uh, he's still not over you, uh, Ulysses, beating him by one in fantasy but he says he thinks he won the Brandon Loud trade with myself. Uh, again, give it time. Uh, let's not <laughs> let's not generate things in a vacuum here. I yeah, did yeah. trade Yuli Gurriel 
in Taylor Walls for Brandon Lau, but I'm, I'm expecting a huge second half boost from we Brandon all are. Lau. Yeah, hopefully as well. Are. Uh, okay, <laughs> we again, great, great question there. Uh, Ulysses, getting in on the live rates. I'll let you go ahead and take the Built Bar ad if you so choose. Well, of course, but uh, the Built Bar, of course, is the best tasting protein bar ever. Right now, I actually have four boxes in my house as we speak. I've got coconut almond, raspberry, I've got salted caramel, and my favorite, peanut butter brownie. Out of those four, which one is your favorite, uh, Kevin? Uh, Peanut butter brownie, but I'll say this. I don't know if they've messed up my address or have quit selling me or or sending me boxes because I've not gotten a box in ages here. So yeah. I'm going to have to investigate yeah. that. I'm going to have to call the higher ups. Well, you know, maybe you know it's what? something along the lines of, Hey, you guys aren't talking about Wander Franco enough. So we're not going <laughs> to send you any built bar boxes. That might be the well, issue. Just like Wander Franco built bar also has great stats. You know, they've got 17 grams protein around 130 calories, four grams of sugar and only four grams of net carbs. Uh, my favorite peanut butter brownie has 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, five grams of sugar, and only five grams of net carbs. So get your Built Bar today, people. They're delicious. They're the best ones ever. You're not going to stop buying them once you get them in the house. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15. That is L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15 percent off your first order so use promo code locked 15 l-o-c-k-e-d-1-5 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com maybe that's what i need to do is just order the built bars instead of expect somebody to send them to me for free that might <laughs> be a good thing there uh, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at bet online Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, Ulysses, a couple more questions here, and then we'll wrap things up. This uh, question, an email from Darren Hybert, or more of a statement, I guess, but uh, he says, I was excited when I heard my last email read on the show. Thanks for responding. I have an idea for a segment for a future show tomorrow Mm -hmm. or sometime when there's no game to recap. It would be cool to check in on how the players are doing, who have been traded away from Tampa or left, such as Adamas, Snell, Pham, Morton, hey, maybe even Yoshi. Yoshi's not doing too well. Well, Actually, a lot of those guys haven't been doing too well, except for uh, that some of them are coming around. Anyway, uh, are they getting on well with their new teams? How are they performing? Mm -hmm. You really root for guys like Adamas and Pham to have great careers wherever they go. So more of a statement from Darren here, but I'll kind of flip it a little bit. Ulysses, how much do you follow when former when, when players leave the Rays and go elsewhere? Because I got to be honest, that the Rays are involved in so many trades and transactions. Like I can't keep up with the amount There's of guys that are on other teams. There's, like I would, it would be exhausting, quite frankly. You know who I actually do like care 
care about it. And like, you know, every, every couple of days I, I do check out his stats. It's uh, of course, uh, Evan Longoria. Yes. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I know the, the big picture stuff, you know, Tommy fam, not doing so hot. Blake Snell, not doing so hot. You know, I think Blake's pushing a four of 60 ERA right now. Uh, right. Uh, and that was, so. I think that's after he was, uh, he, he actually pitched a gym the other night, but that was like, that's been his one good appearance all year. Everything else yeah. has been not so good. Morton's coming around a little bit, but a lot of these guys not having the success they had in, in Tampa Bay. I, 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 and, and, you know, I think that's usually <laughs> because this front office, I don't know if they just, you know, have the uh, 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 time traveling machine and they know what's going to happen to players, yeah. but uh, it usually does go that way. Once you trade them away from Tampa Bay, uh, they do seem to have lackluster results. Most more often the pitchers than not. Uh, but yeah, I think usually the traits, you know, do, do highlight the fact that they were better players when they were wearing raised uniforms than not. But I think that's a great, great yeah. idea for us though i think like a like a little catch up segment on on rays around the league i think that's great man uh you mentioned uh struggling pitchers when they go elsewhere uh hunter strickland is that who you're talking about that, that's who you mean Ooh, right hunter strickland yeah dfa'd not good. Yeah. Not good. uh I, I will say one guy that i do check in on regularly and maybe this is just my uh looking back and like man we should have held on to this guy jake cronenworth and I believe he's on your oh, fantasy yeah. team too, but I yeah. just, every couple of days I check I in know. on Cronenworth <laughs> and guess what? He's doing pretty darn well. Yeah, uh, he's, he's batting 280, great. five home runs, 13 doubles. He's played in every single Padres game. I think Look. Uh, also his strikeout rate, 13.7%. Uh, that would be <sighs> tied for the lowest on the Rays right now with Yandy Diaz. So uh, what, what, did, what did the Rays not see in this guy? That you can let's, play second, first, shortstop, and pitch on occasion. Yeah, so let, let's let's break a little, little bit of heart. Franco, Walls, Bruhan, Cronenworth, World Series champions. People, mm-hmm. that's what that is. Okay, there you go. Um, yeah, still not. Uh, couldn't you have just traded Tommy Pham for Xavier Edwards straight up and a player to be named later? Why'd you have to include Cronenworth and Hunter Renfro in the deal? Just saying. Uh, Xavier Edwards, you better be good. Just saying. You better be the best freaking player, man. Yeah. You better have a higher career war. Higher career war than uh, Jake Cronenworth when it's all said and done. Okay, a final question here. Uh, We sort of answered this earlier, but uh, do want to give him a shout out. Dustin Payne. Uh, he says, I have a question about the MLB trade deadline. How active will our guys be? And do you think we are buying or selling? I definitely think we are going to be. Ooh, that's a good question because I think a lot of people are going to be seeing the moves that the Rays make as selling because right. it could be moving a guy like Wendell and Diaz or a KK and Diaz or a Margot, KK and Padlo. You know, I think, yeah. you know, I think so because they're established quote unquote players, people are going to be thinking what they're selling, but it's just because the Rays are going to be making moves to free up money and number two roster spots. And actually, honestly, I, I look at me. Uh, I think I'm going to flip it uh, on the, on the priority. The priority right now is roster spots. They have, they, they have too much talent and not enough space. They just yeah. don't have space for their players to come up. 
So the moves that they're going to be making are going to be established MLB players. And you can take a gander around the 26 men roster. And like a lot of people are probably not safe. And those are the names I think we'll we'll be hearing about. Yeah. I think it's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of moves to get the roster in shape roster management, but Hunter Strickland, we don't have a spot for you. Yaxel Rios. We don't have a spot for you. Those types of deals. I don't see the Rays bringing in like a John Gray or a Matthew Boyd. Again, their, their trades are guys getting healthy and call-ups from the minor league. So good question there from Dustin with that. Um, Okay. We have one more question, but I, we, we don't have time. We, we got this literally, I got this question from Sue John Patel just as we're about to finish the show, uh, it is a great question, though, and I think we'll have to save it for either Thursday or Friday. Maybe bring the question up to uh, Evan Klosky when he comes on the show. So, okay. Sujan, okay. we will get to this final question, uh, final mailbag question on another show, uh, and I think it's a fun one. So we'll, we'll leave it at that. Okay, uh, that wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked On Today podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.